super kind of super whatever the infernal thing is. This is the Awesome Podcast, where each week we discuss, you guessed it, Disney. Things you know, things you don't know, and things you didn't know you needed to know. Well, as Walt would say, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I can do this. Okay. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, mantengase alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard, Disney fam. Hello out there, Disney fam. We are so excited to have you on this week's show. My name is Chris. And I'm Kelly. And we are the Awesome Disney Podcast, in case you did not know. <laughs> um, so, gosh, I'm super excited about this week. Uh, Me too. M- mainly, A, you're wearing your California Adventure ears. I am. It's so exciting. You know, I only bought two ears on this trip. Oh. You believe that? So sad. But you did get yourself a pair of new ears recently through the mail. I did. No, and I'm excited about those too. But I got one that is like quintessential California adventure, right? The ears look like the Mickey's pal around Ferris wheel, Uh which I love. And it says Disney's California adventure on the side. Perfect. Um, And then I got the Loki ones, which I wore last week. Sure. So I I think my ear ear purchases were just on point. On point. Those are very classic looking. They are. No, I love it. They're soft. There's no bow. I mean, you guys know how I feel about all that. It's all good. Right. I'm also super excited because we have broken our monthly record again. (laughs) You love looking at it. I love the numbers, man. I know you do. And folks, go out there and tell all your friends that people are coming to this podcast because it's such a fun time and we're so likable. We have a good time. (laughs) So modest. So (laughs) modest. But yeah, so we we broke our monthly record again. We are so grateful to the people that keep downloading our podcast. Um, never let it be feared that we take any of that for granted because no, no, no. we absolutely do not. Yes. Um, and this week we saw downloads from Smyrna, Georgia. Smyrna. Well, Smyrna, Georgia, right outside that? of Atlanta. Yes. Of Atlanta. Smyrna, Georgia. Uh, Hermitage, Pennsylvania, right on the border of Ohio and PA okay. near, near Youngstown, Ohio. Okay. Cedar Springs, Michigan, just north of Grand Rapids. Okay. Um, and... One of my parents' favorite cities in the world, Edinburgh, Scotland. Now, how much fun is that? Yeah, I think that's great. I'll, that is a lot of fun. That's a, that's a bucket list place uh, for us. I Absolutely. Know. And so it is thrilling to think that someone in Edinburgh is listening to us. That's awesome. Welcome, Scotland. Also, congratulations for your scene in all the Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> very excited for you. You're very up and coming. You are. Okay, so um, Main you Street. You ready for Main Street? Yes, please. Okay, let's rock it. Big, big, big news. Literally, this evening, right yes. sent, you know, on, on the night that we record, uh, Disney, along with Walmart, which is a big deal, <laughs> um, will mandate vaccinations for all salaried and non union cast members. Yeah. That's huge. They're going to have 60 days to co- basically comply with vaccination if they're not already. Yeah. And they will have some carve outs for, you know, those who have autoimmune issues that can't get it. Um, But, uh, you know, look, you know where we fall on this. Go get vaccinated. Yes. Uh, If they tell you to wear a mask in your area because you're you're growing in Delta variant, then wear your mask. Wear a mask. Um, But get vaccinated, man, and keep your job. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, But 
on top of that, masking mandates are coming back to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Yep. Indoor and on rides, I believe, um, and then obviously in queues. Uh, we're back to wearing masks because people won't get vaccinated. Because people won't get vaccinated. But you know what? You know, it's honestly, it's the easiest thing. We're talking about indoors and in a queue. Yeah, I know. It was, it was worse last August. We went, we went last August, man. And it was, it was worse. And it was still, it still was manageable. So yes, it was. We wore masks in Florida in August 24 seven. That's right. It's doable people. It very much is. So on happier notes, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of August reopenings at Walt Disney World. Oh, how so let's go through those for a second. Yes, let's do. Hall of Presidents. We don't know exactly when in August it'll open, but Joe is standing. Okay. And he's speaking. And it's just a matter of time before we can hear him. So nice. Uh, so that's going to open up sometime this month. But on August the 1st, uh, I didn't even know this was a thing. Wonderful World of Animation, which is a nighttime fireworks and projection show at Hollywood Studios. What? Am I? Have I? What? Been in a cave? I've never I've heard of that. Literally, never heard of this. Never heard of it. But I mean, it is I know a, they had the Star Wars thing, yes. like on the stage, and uh-huh. they had Fantasmic. Wonderful World. They have of Fantasmic animation? still. This is a projection show that shines on. Uh, the Chinese theater there. Okay, no, I've heard of fireworks. it. Yes, I've heard of it. Oh, yeah. Yes, fireworks behind the Chinese theater. Yes, I didn't know that's what it was called, but I have heard of that. Okay. We don't go because we go to Fantasmic. We're always at Fantasmic. I know. But, but yeah, no, I've heard of that because we saw fireworks behind the Chinese theater. Yeah, okay. Uh, when they launched it. And I remember thinking, okay, yeah, no, that's worthy for fireworks behind the Chinese theater. That's pretty cool. Maybe just as exciting on August the 2nd, Pizza Fari. Oh, that is <laughs> maybe just as exciting. <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there is just as thrilled about that. To get pizza for August the 5th, the Yachtsman Steakhouse. Okay. At uh, Yacht Club. Yacht Club, okay. Yeah, we like the Yachtsman Steakhouse. Love Yacht Club. Uh, Toledo Tapas Steak and Seafood. This is a rooftop restaurant. Very nice looking place at on the rooftop at uh, Coronado Springs. Wow, never heard of it. I think this is going to have to be on the list. That needs to be a Tomorrowland Yes, and and an actual place that we go the next time we go. Yeah. Yeah. And the Columbia Harbor House. August 5th is a big day for food. Gosh, August 5th is a big day for food. Columbia Harbor House opens at Magic Kingdom, and that's nostalgia reasons. That's always one of my favorites. Yeah. Although I don't think we've ever been. We haven't, because it's rarely ever open. Yeah. I mean, it's been closed for a while. Yeah. They have some, this mostly seafood, at least Mm -hmm. historically. August the 6th, the Atlantic Dance Hall at Boardwalk, which will just add to the excitement of the Boardwalk. But still, honestly. Jelly Rolls. I know. I know. Every time I say Atlantic jelly Dance rolls, Hall, you just jelly say Jelly Rolls. rolls. <laughs> jelly Rolls. <laughs> uh, August 8th, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor at Magic Kingdom okay. opens up. That's All fun. Right. August 10th, the After Hours Boo Bash at Magic Kingdom. In August. <laughs> In August. <laughs> well, you know, right after October 31st, they got to do Christmas. So Right. Um, uh, August 15th, Beauty and the Beast Live show comes back. Yes. That's great. Love Beauty and the Beast Live. August 21st, Turtle Talk with Crush. And August 26th, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Just in time for our Animal Kingdom video. Yes. Boom. Nice. Okay. Well done. Hey, Destination D23 event mm. or in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Sold out in about three minutes. Wow. <laughs> so that whole conversation about maybe we can go, maybe we don't. No. Negative. You got you to gotta be on it. Yes. Yes. Wow. So sold out in mere minutes. But you know what? I love it. Cause that's cool. That just means people want to be there. Yeah, that's cool. 
Um, some resort news. The Galactic Star Cruiser released some details. I'm not going to get into all those details yet because I think that's going to be a good either bonus episode or, or segment or okay. Tomorrowland or even maybe a video. Okay. Um, but uh, they open in the spring of next year, um, and they are going to integrate the mission and storylines, the various storylines on the ship are going to interact with storylines in Galaxy's Edge in Batu. So like there's legitimately a mission on the ship that coincides with the Smuggler's Run ride. So while Smuggler's Run leaves something to be desired, I think we've been very clear about that. Hmm. The story of Smuggler's Run gets augmented by what's happening on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Huh. Which I think is cool. Okay. That's interesting. Uh there's a special dining event coming to California Grill. This is the top restaurant at uh um, contemporary resort, uh, October the second. There's some sort of 50th anniversary special dining event up there. Okay, not a lot of details around that yet, but except that it's going to be a thing. Probably like an invitation type thing. Probably, um, just for me and you. Likely. I know we'll we'll wait for our invitation in sure. the mail, Disney. Sure. Um, they're making some more inclusion and sensitivity updates uh, to to Magic Kingdom. For example, the Zippity Doodah musical element has been taken out of the Welcome Main Street Music yes. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and the Adventureland signage, the signage going into yes. Adventureland yes. from the hub, is mm-hmm. being updated. They're, yes. they're sort of di- dismantling it now and mm-hmm. f- prep for a new sign that is more inclusive and yes. sensitive, which is always good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will open before October the 1st. <gasps> Look, I mean, it's been ready. I like, know. it's been ready anyway. Just sitting back there behind all those walls. <laughs> it's been ready. Yeah. They could have opened it before now. Come on, Zach. <laughs> Stop making us wait, Zach. <laughs> oh, yeah. No specifics on the timing, but they are expecting a cast member preview this month and or this month in August. Mm-hmm. Um, and if previous big, you know, long expected openings, if this one follows suit with all the rest, like historical It'd big open openings, in September. Um, there will be some sort of a special pass holder event, a special DVC event, maybe something right. for Club 33 members. Right. And then a soft opening. Which right. is like an out of town preview, right? Um, I hope eventually people are catching on to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's sort of what the expectation is. Okay. And then the official opening on October the first. Well, I mean, they could still officially open it before October first. Well, that's what a soft, out of town preview, a soft opening, soft is. opening, out of town preview. Oh my gosh! Come on, Zach, stop toying with us. I've got the ears. <laughs> sure, you do have the ears. <laughs> Stop jerking us around, Zach. I've got uh, the ears ready. A few more golden Fab 50 character statues were announced this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dante from Coco, the okay. little dog okay. from Coco. Uh, he's a Fab 50. He's Good a for Fab Dante. 50. Yeah, way okay. to go, Dante. Joe Gardner from Seoul. And so Miguel is not with Dante. No. Like Dante's got his own statue. He's got his own statue. Wow. And, uh, Dante. Okay. Good I for like you, it. man. We see you, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Gardner from Seoul. Yes, he should have his. Absolutely. Edna Mode. Edna Mode. I love Edna Mode. I was there for Halloween last year. And <laughs> you totally <laughs> were Edna Mode. Uh, Pooh and Piglet get to share a, a statue. Wow. 
Wow. I mean, yeah. is that surprising that Dante gets his own and Pooh and Piglet have to share? Yeah, I knew you were And Eeyore's me. probably just totally marginalized because of his depression. Mental <laughs> health issues. I'm sure Eeyore's <laughs> going to get his own thing. It's <laughs> marginalized. Uh, did you see that ScarJo has sued Disney? I did. Yeah, I think because she's they, right. Because she wanted them to just release it in the That's theater. That's what her contract says, apparently. Well, she would make more money that She'd way. Make more money, and uh, they're I not think, they're not giving her a cut of that thirty dollars premium we paid on I Disney think, Plus. I think she's right. I think she's got a case. I think they're going to settle out of court, but I think yes. she's right. I think she's right. They need to they need I, to give I her think, some of the um, stuff out of Disney Plus. I think Emma Stone and Emily Blunt for Cruella and Jungle Cruise are about to jump right on jump there. right on that bandwagon. Yeah. Do it, girls. Uh, Jungle Cruise opened. Tonight, night we're recording. Yes. So we haven't seen it yet, but we're gonna do it this weekend. Yep, we are, or tonight, something like that. Can we watch that on Disney Plus? Yes, we can. (gasps) Okay. See, I'm sorry, Scar Joe, but I do like the Disney Plus thing because I don't like to have to sit around other people. You want to do a a mini take? (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) You want to do a mini take? Uh, Best time of the year to visit Walt Disney World. Mm. Thank you to the lady that submitted this. You know who you are. Yes, January. Why January? (laughs) best weather in florida <laughs> no that is not the yes. right way to look at this at all yes oh honey i have very strict weather restrictions yeah but that you've never been in january yes i have i've totally been in january you know i also enjoy it the week before easter weather is still great crowds are super low yeah we, my we favorite look at time this to totally go, differently my favorite time to go to disney is when the crowds are at their lowest uh-huh. and it's the best weather yeah. So we're looking for a temperature of about 72 degrees and park capacity at about 20%. Well, that never happens anymore. <laughs> Maybe the 72 degrees, but the park park capacity is a pipe dream. I'm just Unless saying. it's the middle of a pandemic, because we did experience that I'm last just year. saying, that's that's. Yeah, you and I look at this totally different. You look at it straight from a weather perspective. Yes. I look at it from Because that's what makes a, Florida so horrific. Uh-uh. No, the best time of year to go to Disney is either... You're going to say the, Christmas. It's, it's Christmas or... And and Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas and it's, Christmas. It's, it's actually <laughs> Christmas when everything's decorated for Christmas, but we have the International Food and Wine Festival still going on. Yeah. That's the best time to go to Disney. I mean, I'll give you that. Because I'm right. Well, and it's, you should give it's me that beautifully right. decorated. Yeah. Right. I love seeing all and the Christmas your, trees and, and the Christmas decor. Festival. And it's and it is still good weather. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the crowds are not super low. But I am willing to brave the crowds for the food and wine in the Disney Christmas decor. Right, because it's the best time of year to go. So if I were going to say that, I'd say the first week in December, right? Go before the kids get out of school and the Uh crowds are still low. Uh You've got the decor. Thanksgiving people have gone home. Thanksgiving people have gone home. Food and wine might not be going on then. Well, questionable. But it might be. Could be. But I'm just saying... My two requirements is are weather festival. and crowds. There will be a festival going on. Then. Christmas festival. The festival. Eat the Christmas fest or something. <laughs> eat the fest. Eat the eat the fest. Eat, eat the, the festival. Fest. <laughs> I think it's the festival of the holidays. But yes, that's what it is. Good job. <laughs> okay, are you ready for Tomorrowland? I'm so excited about Tomorrowland. All right, let's hit it. Okay. So today we're going to talk about a character dining that you and i have never done okay now we don't do a lot of character dining we've done some for very particular reasons like we love the tusker house breakfast at animal kingdom just because of the food Uh um you know and safari fab five fab five safari 
actually it's the sensational six by the way i meant to tell you that oh. fab five includes Minnie, donald mickey pluto and goofy sensational six includes daisy and daisy well, is at tusker house all right okay go. um but also we've been to others like with Mary Poppins. I love seeing Mary Poppins. So, um, but this is one we've never been to and it's unique in so many ways. This is the storybook dining at Artist Point with Snow White in Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Really? Yes. So Artist Point is a restaurant in Wilderness Lodge yeah. that has been around for, I mean, ever. Yeah. But also it is normally themed like the Northwest like sure, sure. Pacific that type Northwest, Pacific yeah. Northwest type food. Well, this was switched. This artist point was reimagined, and they added in trees that like climb the walls, and the branches go up onto the ceilings. Mm. You can still see all of the murals from Artist Point, right? That's the okay. name of it. But yep. those are sort of like behind the trees, and then there's also fairy lights. Oh, so it yeah. looks like an enchanted forest. Of course. So you're eating in an enchanted forest. The people are dressed, you know, enchanted forest like. Sure. They have, you know, different name tags that look, you know, enchanted forest-esque, sure. all of that. So this launched in 2018. Now I will say it's not currently available because of COVID. A lot of the character dining is not, but when this comes back, we're going. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So first of all, it only counts for one table service. If you're on the dining plan, that's a win. That's a huge deal. Character meals are almost always two table services, two table services. Okay. Adults are $55. Children are 33. Um, I've already said it's located artist point wilderness lodge. You get to meet snow white, dopey and grumpy. They all come to the tables. But the queen is also there. Really? Yes. And so she doesn't visit the tables because that would be way below her. It is unique. It's hard to find the villains in the parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially the queen is only at like three places very rarely. Right. So it's a huge deal. She's there in her own little zone and you can go take your picture of her if you want. She will be sure to point out that it's rare to see her. It is rare to see her. And I've seen some of the pictures, and she really plays it up. Like, yeah. if you're going to go take a picture with the queen, you better be ready, roughhouse. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, she really puts She's it out there. She's evil. She's evil. She didn't have a name. She's evil queen in so the here's, story. So your napkin is wrapped up in a little card that has all of their autographs on it. Oh. And it's even harder to get her signature she never signs autographs because she's always so pissed off. Oh, my word. But her That's autograph strong. comes on that card. That is strong. Strong, right? It's I mean, strong. There are, look, there are people out there that fight for yes. autograph books. Yes. And that's a big deal. It's a big deal. Okay. So you some great characters, some unique characters you can't get anywhere else. And so here is how Disney describes it. Meet Snow White, Dopey, Grumpy every evening while dining in a rustic setting. Inspired by the Disney film Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Enter the enchanted forest to the sounds of delightful music that help bring a storybook fantasy to life. And if you dare, meet the queen and even pose for a photo with her. Oh my god! So why is this special? Well, first of all, the reimagining of Artist Point is a big deal. It's got really cool like lanterns for lights, yeah. plus the fairy lights, plus the trees. It, the, this is a really cool setting for a character meal, unlike really anything else I've ever seen for a character meal. Like That's character cool. meals are normally in 
the main restaurants, but the restaurants aren't really themed around the character sure. meal. And I'm going to say, this is not pimped out a lot, which I'm sure you're going to get to. Yes, right. So you, you don't hear about this. So yeah. I ran across it while researching something else, and I tagged it like, this is a future Tomorrowland. Yeah. Because wait until I get for the food. But anyway, so why is this special? First, the characters. You've also got shared starters and desserts with individual plated entrees. So mm-hmm. on your table, when you sit down, there's a tree in the middle of the table that has three big leaves at the top of the oh, tree. And when they bring out the shared starters and the shared desserts, they, they fit perfectly the... on the oh leaves. Oh, my gosh. So you're eating off of a tree. The... I'm telling you, it's so amazing how they've the, done this. The planning for okay? that is awesome. The menu is written like a story. And it begins with, Long, long ago, in a forest enchanted, the seeds of the story we tell had been planted. They grew from the soil, this place that stands here, where someone like you might be wandering near. With creatures and critters, both friendly and foe, a princess, a queen, and some friends you might know. We've got merriment, music, and feasting to do, and a place at the table that's set just for you. So gather around, take a seat, settle in, your dinner adventure's about to begin. That's fantastic. Isn't that great? I'm dying to do this. Okay, so we're going to start with some of the drinks. They've got non-alcoholic specialty drinks for the kiddos, ranging from 4 to $7. They've got four of them, but I'm going to tell you about two. The first one is the Transformation Potion. And so this is just regular Minute Maid lemonade, but comes with a blue potion in a separate, like, vial. Ooh, that you then fun. pour into the lemonade, and it turns it, like, this really cool purplish color. That's really Isn't that cool. awesome? Okay, and the second one is In the Clouds. And so it looks like a, mar- a big martini glass with a massive mound of cotton candy in the middle of it and they pour a drink over the top that melt that melts, melts the, the cotton, cotton candy, candy. yes and it is Powerade mountain berry blast <laughs> blueberry cotton candy okay definitely for the kids yes um wickedly refreshing cocktails there's six of those but i'm going to tell you about three the enchanted apple these range from 13 to 14 dollars the enchanted apple Sky Citrus Vodka, De Cooper Pucker Sour Cooper, Apple, yeah. and White Cranberry Juice. Okay. The Smoking Mirror, this drink smokes, Johnny Walker Black, <laughs> Wildberry Lime, and a Roseberry Smoke. Oh my goodness, you had me at Scotch. Evil to the Core, Patron Silver Tequila, Habanero, Blackberry, and Orange Juice. That, those are serious, man. Those are serious drinks. So I'm going to tell you about the adult menu. The kids have their own menu, too, which includes prime rib, a veggie steam bun, pasta, and chicken. The kids have a menu with prime rib? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but we're going to start with the adult menu. This is the starters. Crispy mushroom bisque served in individual black cauldrons. A wicked <laughs> shrimp cocktail with soy miso, avocado, Thai chili, and greens. And the hunter's terrine, which looks like a handheld chicken pie. This is chicken, black truffle, stone fruit preserves, and house-made pickles. So cool looking. Unbelievable. Entrees. You get to choose one. These entrees are massive, okay? Cottage beef stew, tender beef, preserved vegetables, spetzel, mushrooms, and aged cow's milk cheese. Oh, yeah. A stroll through nature. This is the only vegetarian option, but I'm totally here for it. Asparagus, leeks, arugula, gnocchi, sage, and parmesan. Oh, yeah. That's right in your wheelhouse. Magic mirrors, slow-braised pork shank, celery root mash, wilted greens, and jus. (laughs) Sorcerer's spell of land and sea. 
charred barbecue pork, clams, uh. daikon noodles, spring onion chimichurri. Did you say clams? Clams. Royal prime rib roast. This is a horseradish mashed potato, honey, oh, no. with carrots, a popover, and juice. That's that's my that's mine. That's yours. That's mine right there. The Brothers Grimm roasted chicken, herb crusted potatoes, fire roasted petite squash, and golden raisins. Mm-hmm. Bashful's butter poached sustainable fish, <laughs> farro, fava beans, English peas, and grimolata. Because <laughs> he's doing sustainable, right? And then you've got these shareable desserts, okay? The Miner's Treasure, which is layered. It's sponge cake with chocolate gems, a banary panna cotta, and with a, uh, a purple um, buttercream on, icing on top. So it's like layer, layer, layer. The Poison Apple looks so cool. It's a dark chocolate apple mousse with a sour red center. Oh, because it's poison. Yeah, of course. Because it's poison. Fairy tale gooseberry pie, which has a gorgeous meringue on top of the gooseberry. And then finally, a white gloved waiter or waitress comes to the table with the hunter's gift to the queen. It's a smoking wooden box that they open. And inside it has cracked maple popcorn and ganache hearts. So they open it up, and inside is just like a little bit of cracked maple popcorn with these ganache red hearts in there. Come on. And it smokes when they open it up. When it's bedtime, will you just read this to me again? <laughs> this is kind of amazing. This is like the best themed character meal I've ever heard and this of. And is, this is not like just for breakfast. This is like... This is dinner. This is dinner This is character dinner, gaming. yes. And still only one dining entitlement. That's incredible. And I didn't even talk any about how Snow White is so marginalized. <laughs> I know. Yeah, too much food to talk about. But I thought you'd go there. And she's got her own character dining. I thought that's... I thought Honestly, I thought that's... You'd say, this is why we've never heard about it, because they marginalized Snow They marginalized Snow White. Snow White. <laughs> she's so marginalized. But she has the best character dining out there. It is... Pretty phenomenal. I th- I think this is a definite must do. It is a must do. I'm so excited about well, this we meal. We know for sure we're going in the next six months, either yes. in three months or in six months. Yes. So we'll do it. We're doing it. I want to do it. All right. Absolutely. I can't well, not wait mm-hmm. for that popover meal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We were running over to the World Showcase. Yes. So that was awesome, honey. You know, I love to hear you talk about the food. I love to talk about the food, so it's a win-win. Today is, the day we're recording here is uh, International Friendship Day. Mm -hmm. We're friends. Right. So I thought I would take a look at the top five Disney friendships. Okay. And then I'm also going to give you five additional Disney friendships that you can say... Oh, I think that's better than one of the five you've got. Right. So I could tell you that you're wrong. Okay. I'm going to sit back and listen. I built the ability for you to say that I'm wrong right into my segment. I love that. Thank you, I give, give, give. (laughs) You do give, give, give. Thank you. I'm actually going to go from bottom up here because I think I think I worked. I didn't intend to do like a ranking, but I think I did rank them. Okay. So first here, I've got, this might surprise you. Okay. Dory and Marlon. From Finding Aww, Nemo. I think that's great. You know, you had Marlon in another top five list. you didn't list know that, his name was Marlon. That I didn't know his name was Marlon. And I didn't see that coming, but I see this one coming. He was like one of your best fathers, I think, yeah, on Father's Day. right. Exactly. Um, no, I'm, I'm down for that. I yeah, love Dory and yeah. Marlon. Uh, the most memorable friendships might be those unexpected ones that become lifelong companionships, um, which is absolutely them. Uh, by the way, I think Dory has the most amazing plot element that 
like maybe yeah. didn't have to be there in the fact that she's got incredibly short term memory loss. Right. That prompts so many things that like yes. force them to grow together, mm-hmm. which is a really cool plot element there. It is. Um, and she helps Marlon learn to let go of the apron strings mm-hmm. there. Um, and uh, on the other hand, Marlon gives Dory something she hasn't had in ages, which is a true person that cares about her. Yeah. So yep. I like that. So one. Dory and Marlon. Okay. I don't think I'm going to argue with that. Well, one. you don't know who the other five are. Okay. All right. Go ahead. This one's going to. Totally floor you. Okay. Uh, you, you know who these are. Copper and Todd. You know who Copper and Todd are? Uh, are they dogs? <laughs> cats. They're in Aristocats. Oh, gosh. Are yeah. they? This is the Fox and the Hound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Fox and the Hound. <laughs> Copper and Todd. Have you ever seen the Fox and the Hound? I think so. I'm but a hound dog. I mean, years, decades ago. Yeah, sure. This is, I think this is an 80s. Remember, Um, these two are obviously born and bred to hate each other, right? Hound dogs hunt foxes. Oh, right. right? So these two defy all conventions by forming a strong bond that should not exist between a hound dog and fox. Um, And so that automatically makes for a very unconventional friendship. They play and they have a good time together and they grow this very strong bond. But eventually, Copper learns to be a hound dog and is sort of brainwashed into believing, you know, I'm supposed to hate you, Todd. Oh, okay. Right. And so they, they sort of split apart and the, the guy that owns copper wants to kill Todd and comes close a couple of times. Gosh. Um, it's a pretty sad story, actually. I mean, Todd gets <laughs> gets sent out to the woods. Like the lady that raised Todd, he doesn't know anything about how to survive in the wilderness, but she lets him go out there because she thinks it's the only way to protect him from the hunter. But at the end of the day, they both ultimately save each other from certain death. Oh wow! And okay. and they realize that they are true best friends forever. Okay. How about Aladdin and Genie? Wow. I mean, that's almost like a business relationship. <laughs> I did I did put my note here is that this was pretty one-sided for a long time. Yes. I mean, I would say maybe they turn into friends in the end, but it is much more of a business relationship than I'd a friendship. I say that for Aladdin doesn't realize of the movie. I'd say Aladdin doesn't realize what a great friend Genie is being for right. Aladdin because from the ver- from the very start Genie is doing what we all want our friends to do is to have our best interest at heart, right? right? Yes. So, um I, I my note here was this was pretty long-sided, one-sided mm-hmm. for a long time until Aladdin got his head out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> um cussing like crazy. Was, <laughs> um but Genie despite the lack of reciprocation never goes halfway. No, right? he doesn't. You got a wish, man. I'm fulfilling that. And then some, I am. And right. I'm going over and above for you. Yep. Um, so yeah. So Jeannie was a much better friend, but ultimately Aladdin did sacrifice the thing he thought he wanted most to set Jeannie free. Yes. Which was to be a prince. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. <sighs> So you're going to end up switching that. I one might switch one. that one out. Yeah. I think it's much more of a business relationship, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, they, they had sequels where they were just good friends. Yeah, right? I know. Woody and Buzz. Well, I mean, how's that not number one, honey? Well, that's number two. That's number two. I question your list. 
I question your rankings. I had no doubt that you would do that. <laughs> okay, so tell us about Woody and Buzz. Uh, definitely started out as enemies, right? Mm-hmm. But that was mainly because Buzz didn't realize he was a toy. <laughs> Um, they have s- literally saved each other's lives right. countless times. Yeah, I mean, the, that's true. effectively the movie is about, I'm going to save your life this movie, you save my life next movie, okay? Yeah, that's true. Right, so, um, you know, literally. And then and then when they're not saving each other's lives, they're saving someone else's life teamed up together. That's true. So true. they are just, um, and, and and a model for all of us because they could not be more different. They are. In terms right. of where they come from and what they're built to be like. Yep, that's true. But yet they, they look past their outside differences to see what All true. matters. Right. Okay, so you're number one. I mean, let's see. Let's give it to us. Let's have it. Timon and Pumbaa. Really? That's more than Woody and Buzz? Yes, man. No. I know. First of all, each has been ostracized from where they came from. Yes. They found but- each other and, and have been built this incredible bond. We don't know anything about where they came from or Pumba. or their struggles to find a friend. When we meet them, they're BFF, eating bugs and dancing in the sunlight. Pumba was ostracized because when he poots and people stand downwind, <laughs> nobody wants to be near him. That's true. Absolutely. But you don't know what kind of struggles Timon went through. And then they, I mean, like you well, have you seen about, Timon? He's not a likable guy. I love Timon. I had a they stuffed create, Timon. They created this life together in what apparently is a paradise that, so really that, that honestly, Mufasa didn't it's have anything to do with creating a desert oasis that they and, found, and and they they learn to live happily there. And then what makes them great friends, not just to each other, but they find a lion who is born and bred to kill and eat them. See, I would have given you if you had include and yeah, you, but it's their mindset, it's their friendship mindset. The A brought them together, and B has them take in Simba and basically raise Simba. I know, but that's what I'm saying. You need to include Simba in that friend group, mm. and then I'm going to give it to you. But they're a pair. They're a pair. And then on top of that... You can have more than one friend. I say that all the time. You can have more than one friend. <laughs> on top of that, they they also give all of that up and to, to go and help Simba save his exactly. life. Exactly, which is why Simba needs to be included in the friend group. Okay, here's my honorable mentions that you might want to uh, switch that out. I'm probably going to switch out. Yeah. All right, here's one. Okay. Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I, mean, they I do got, love they got the Lilo title and of the movie, Stitch. right? I do love Lilo and Stitch. Lilo sees something in Stitch that a nobody, nobody else sees. sees. Even Stitch doesn't see he it doesn't himself. Even see it himself, right? Um, and then Stitch effectively changes for Lilo. He does, and when he starts singing Elvis, I know you love that. That's a good one, honey. That's very Lilo valid. And Stitch, yeah. Yes. Okay. Next. This is a, this is out. Okay, you're not gonna you're gonna get it, but you're not okay. gonna want to switch these for anybody. Lumiere and Cogsworth. Okay. Yeah, no, I get it, but so you're right. Much more like a brotherly love. It there. is more of a brotherly love. And again, yeah. more of a professional relationship, but <laughs> they're forced together. <laughs> Whatever. So what do you think about this one? Okay. Ariel and Flounder. Uh, Very one sided. It is. Here's what I think. I think they're both creatures of the sea. Flounder thinks he's got a shot, but he's stuck in the friend zone. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. Now he, I think maybe you should have said Flounder and Sebastian instead no, of Flounder and Ariel. Friends. Flounder doesn't want to be like girlfriend boyfriend with Ariel, but he will do absolutely anything for Ariel. He literally drug her to her wedding. 
You did. I know. No, that's it's sweet, but it is a very one sided friendship. Very one sided. She doesn't do much for flounder. She doesn't. No. She Ariel, almost gets him killed a couple Ariel's times. Ariel's a little bit selfish when it <laughs> comes to her seafood. You know, she really is. She is. Okay. Why do they have to make her redheaded? Pooh and Piglet. Oh, see, that's sweet. But again, why wouldn't you say Pooh and Christopher Robin? That's a good point. And you're still marginalizing but, but Eeyore. Poo, poo. He doesn't get to have any friends <laughs> because he's depressed. He has mental health problems. But Pooh and Christopher don't live together. All the, they're not together all the time. Pooh and Piglet are together all the time. Friends don't have to live together. And they don't want anything from each other. Okay, last one. You're going to like this one. Sven and Kristoff. I do love that one. <laughs> See, now that should have been in your top five. Over Cooper and Todd. Who's even Cooper and Todd? Copper. <laughs> Copper and Todd. You, you would change your mind if you saw that. It should have been Sven and Kristoff. It should have been Sven and Kristoff. Period. Hard stop. Done. Sven is so supportive. And Lilo of and Stitch should have been your top five. Sven and Kristoff, Lilo and Stitch, Buzz and Woody, and whoever else. <laughs> That's your top three right there. Hey, you know what? Everybody listening to this, which is all those wonderful people that have allowed us to set a new record this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us what you think. You need to put it out there on the Insta stories and let people vote. I'll, I'll, I'll give that a go. Do that, yeah. honey. Make it happen. You're the story person. <laughs> I'll give that a go. <laughs> hey, tell us what you think. Uh, but first, go out to wherever you download your podcast from, sign up, and give us a rating and a review because it really helps draw more people to the show. It does. And if you're looking for more things Disney, please visit scfadp.com. That's S for Super, C for Cali, F for Fragilistic, A for Awesome, D for Disney, P for Podcast. We had a bonus episode this weekend. And if you missed that, then go back out and check it. That was our bonus Disney Attraction Olympic episode. Disney Olympics. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel this week. We're going to have some fun videos coming out. Absolutely right. We're super excited about about that go check us out on all the socials at scfadp on insta facebook and twitter i'm probably going to be putting this out here to see what we got wrong with the friends list and what we might have gotten wrong on that bonus episode also okay and so join us for all that conversation and with that we will see see you real soon. soon